Updating. I can have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> What's today? Thursday the what? Today is the twentieth. Okay, Thursday the twentieth. That's four days since the last podcast. I think if so. my math is yeah. correct. Um, just because we got a couple of things going on this weekend, so we're actually going to tape it today, Thursday, and you'll hear it. You'll be hearing it next Tuesday. Since we last taped the Hey My Man podcast with myself, Ben, and Dave. There you go. I want to introduce who we were. People are confused sometimes. I I want to make sure that they don't think you're me. Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how often that comes up. I'm the one that's I'm the one that's kind of sleepy and says weird words that I make up. Have you had anything interesting happen since the last time? Well, I know you had one thing interesting, but <laughs> well, I uh, we have. I'm always talking about how we're redoing our basement and remodeling, doing floors and walls and lights and the whole shebang. It went from like my just, question is, how many times can you redo it? Oh uh, well, you know we're very indi- <laughs> we're very indecisive. Uh, new paint colors every week, but no, we had basically we had this um, contractor who he did a lot of really good work. Well, he came I back. Thought, wait, I thought you were the contractor. I don't understand. I, no. When you when you texted me that today, like, hey, we had a contractor and this and that. Oh. I'm like, I was under the impression you were doing all the work. No. And your father. I think I feel like I've told I, I've explained how unhandy I can I know, be. I know, but I usually it's like, hey, I got to get down there. I don't have time for this or that because I'm doing this. Oh well, that. we had we had it stuttered Are you out. Just sweeping. Yeah, I, I sweep. I walk around every once in a while. I'm like, would anyone like some lemonade? <laughs> I bring drinks down to the contractors. I make them sandwiches. I put little frilly toothpicks and shit. Turn the tape over in the jam box. <laughs> yeah, I flip it to the <laughs> other side. I'm like, hey, you guys, journey. All right, You're hold on. Let me put it the this other out. side. This is Ben's construction mix. <laughs> hey, you guys like Alice Cooper? No, that's a stupid question. It's about to go down. But uh, we had someone do the electrical, frame it out, and uh, some of the drywall. After that, uh, we've done... What the fuck is so funny? Your eyes, your eyes, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> we've uh, I w- w- what we did was the we painted. I did a floor. I did some tile work. Uh, I don't know. I guess that's about. I was gonna say, what do you need a contractor for then? To frame to do oh, the electrical right. and uh, we did the plumbing too. So it's kind of like it's been like a half and half. So you, they they roughed everything in and you finished everything. That's correct. That's exactly correct. Uh, well, he was putting some windows in in her salon area. And it's one of the last things we have done. Well, I guess, I don't know if there was miscommunication between my wife and this contractor, but I don't think he was planning on putting a finished edge around the window. He kind of put it in. And I guess because it's in this one portion of the basement where he's it's not framed out around there, it's still a brick wall. So and he's just going to put it in and kind of make it look, I don't know what his plan was. Just leave it drywall instead of putting like uh, wood. Well, in there it. is no drywall. It's just concrete. And then they put a window in. Um and so there's really no frame. There's not a lot of framework around of which gotcha. to, to wrap or put vinyl on it or anything. Well, my wife was kind of concerned about it. So he put these things in and then I came home and I had just kind of asked him about it. I said, hey, were you going to were you gonna put, just put someone by and, and wrap it and do something? He said, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll knock that out. I don't have it today, but I'll come back tomorrow. And he's 
He's a, he's a good guy. So I go upstairs and I'm asking my wife, how was everything? I'd been at work all day. How'd it go? Well, she starts doing this thing. She's like, well, I don't think he was going to finish wrapping those windows. He put them in and, and, and so I don't know if he was going to have it completely done or, or so basically I told him like, Hey, Hey, you need to make sure those windows are wrapped. And she started getting like doing the head movement and getting like, I could, I could feel her getting more and more confident. Like, just, you don't, you don't think she told him that she was telling you that well, she was reenacting it to me. And she's like, I told him, you're not going to leave that unfinished. Are you, you're going to, you're going to put something there. Right. And and she started like replaying the conversation to me. And she's like, I told him, Hey, you can't just leave it like that. You got to, you got to put up some one by and wrap it. And he was like, Oh, okay. I guess I can wrap. You know how like right. every time a woman does an impersonation of a guy, they always talk like this. Like, Oh, I don't know how to do shit. Blah. Well, so she's reenacting this for me. I had just come from downstairs to talk to him. I just come upstairs. There's a wall between my wife and myself at this point. She's in the kitchen. And I'm in the living room. We can oh, hear a physical it. one. Yeah, we can I was hear imagining each something else. There's always an emotional <laughs> wall. <laughs> I'm in the living room, uh, so I can't see her. We're just we can hear each other. I have no way to to convey to her. Hey, this dude's still down there, and it's totally you can hear everything. If you're downstairs, it's not. We didn't soundproof. It's not that <laughs> thick. So she's like, "Yeah, and I told him you better wrap those windows, and you bet your ass this better be finished." And, and I'm I was busy doing something with my daughter, so I couldn't run around the corner and be like, "Hey, stop talking shit for a second, because the guy's still down there." So I'm just hoping she's not gonna go too bad. And she's like, "Well," and he was like, "Uh," doing her impersonation. And finally, there was no other way because I'm like, "This guy's listening to every word we're saying about him." So I just kind of said in like a monotone, "Maybe he won't be alarmed." Because if you raise your voice right. or lower it, I was just like, I go, he's still here, I'm pretty sure. And so, and it was like five seconds of silence. What? I was like, he's, can you just come around the wall? She came around, I was like, I'm pointing downstairs. I'm pretty sure he hears you talking shit about him right now. Or dude, all like, her face lost all its color. She's like, oh no, oh no. So I don't know if he heard or not. I didn't see the guy. He kind of grabbed his stuff and left. And took off, but but to boot, not only did she get caught talking shit about him, she confessed to me about five minutes later. She's like, "That story I was telling you about how I told him to rap." She's like, "That's not really how the conversation went." So she embellished it, just but, like basically he she she embellished it. And made, she, she could have used that opportunity though to say that part loud, like, "Listen, I was just bullshitting about that whole thing." Right. That's the like, part she whispers. <laughs> right. She quietly tells me, "I made up the part about me being aggressive and talking down to him." <laughs> oh, it was so funny. So I don't. So the rest of the there day... There was this I, other part where he was like, yeah, no problem, I'll take care of it. I, f- I failed to mention that one. <laughs> the rest of the day, I just kept telling like, hey, boy, he left in a real huff, didn't he? I'm sure he was pissed. I don't know if he heard or not. I really don't know. But the fact that she's like, and I told this guy, you better bugger, bugger. And the guy just took off. So we'll see if he comes back tomorrow. He's coming back. That's where the money's at. He's already paid. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know. He, you have to get Adam Carolla involved He's like, enjoy, enjoy, your, uh, enjoy your half-done windows, jerks. She's leaving tomorrow, and I'm going to be stuck uh, doing Mr. Mom duties Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, three days in a row. I've never had three days alone with two kids. You'll be fine. I, I'm, I think I'll be fine. Yeah, how about them? How hard can it be? Uh, a few burn marks, you know, a big deal. They're going to come back, and uh, they're not going to have the same, you know, digits. Shave your boy's hair <laughs> off like I did. I might have to shave well. the girl's hair off, too. Yeah. It was like, I don't know how else, to, how else do you get gum out of it. I wanted people just in case they got lost to know they both belonged to me, so I, I cut their hair in the same fashion. 
<laughs> you don't have, have like to, a sharpie. You don't have to go out or anything, do you? You can just Stay. better than carrying going out in the public with the kids. Not really, dude. It's a long day. If I'm getting up at seven or seven thirty all I'd, day, what are we gonna do all day? I'd rather you make yourself miserable than you make everyone else in the world miserable with your kids. Oh, we won't be miserable. We'll be awesome. I know, we'll but that 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 sort of translate to like. You can. You're not gonna be able to. You're already telling me, like, man, I don't know if I can keep track of both of them. Yeah. So now you're gonna make it the rest of the world's problem. You can lock them down with a couple of fences and moving the couch a little bit in it one. It takes direction. a village. It takes a village to raise <sharp> my kids. It's not about just penning them in. It's it's that. Uh, I have two kids. Cabin fever. It is about penning for you. They don't care. Yeah, they do. No, they get they bored. Get like, out of here. What am I gonna you make? Got a, you got a two year old and a one year old. They don't even know about the outside world. Out if you if you told them like, hey, this is where you're gonna be for the next day, they they don't have a clue. Are they supposed to watch like twelve hours of television a day? They're one and two, dude. Yeah. They're acting like they're sixteen. No, if they were sixteen, I'd let them go. It'd be great. Well, that's what I'm saying. They they don't know about the outside. If you told them, if you just said, hey, we got to stay inside. If you go outside, it's hot lava and you'll die. <laughs> That's it. I don't think they know what lava is. Well, exactly. If they don't know what lava like is, they don't know what uh, you know the park is. So, you know, you can do fun stuff around the house. I don't know, man. After, you, after all the Tupperware has been piled Mr. out. Mr. Mom himself only went outside to drag his kids to go find what his wife was doing, and he went to the grocery store. Other than that, he didn't go out. Where did he play the poker game that they were betting coupons? That was in his house. house. In his kitchen. Yeah. He had the women over. That, now Maybe that's, that's what I'll now do. That's an idea. I'll have the women over to play a little poker with coupons. Hey, doesn't your wife have a sister? Yeah. Then you bring her over. You have her take care of the kids. I've already, dude, I've already got stuff set up. Oh, I'm there like, you go. See? I've, I've already been calling in like, uh, you know, like when they call in an airstrike right. and there's like a ton of trouble. I'm like, I call, I'm like, Mark, I need you over you Saturday have, night. Like, three contingency plans. Your brother who has children, have him come over under the, oh, it'll be nice because your kids mm-hmm. can play with my kids. Yeah, they can see each other. Right. Yeah. And then you make sure his wife's there, too, so she can take care of your kids if, you, if they need to be taken care of. Bring the most. Yeah. I, I'm starting to set up things for every day. Even to, though like, bail out she is a brand new baby. I figure I'd mention it. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, good. I, I failed to a couple <laughs> days ago. It was, like a, it was like a day fresh. I didn't know what to say. Uh, yeah. My How about bro- congratulations? I was speaking of the other one. My brother, Nathan, yeah, he had uh, another baby boy, number, number five in the clan. That's crazy. Oliver. You don't hear him bitching. Oliver, yeah, you do. You oh, don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't know the guy. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got. Yeah, he's got a lot going on too, man. I don't know. Well, I'm. I'm worried about having. It's not so much just having two. It's all night, all day. No, no break. No, there's no tagging out. That's the part I freak out about. I can have them all day. There's no tagging out. If you just keep your head down, you know, and you just uh, only take care of the big stuff, the small stuff, you just uh, like I said, if your kid's crying, they'll eventually go just fall asleep. That's true. That's true. Food. What, and water. what else is the yeah, food what, and water? Right. They're trapped inside of a, a food, water, and Pixar. It's all you need. You can get through a full weekend. I guarantee. I like it. your plan of like calling in some uh, some some other people. That oh, God, just I got already my, having a contingency. My brother Mark's slated to come over Saturday. I already called my sister. I'm like, hey, what are you up to on Friday? I got every day somebody coming by. It's gonna be wonderful. It'd be great if he if he didn't show up and that hillbilly from the uh, the, the library showed up and lived oh, with your brother. God, if you brought Big Goonie with him. No, just that guy instead of him as a joke. <laughs> hey, I was busy, dude, but Big Goonie's got tons <laughs> of time. I had an opportunity to talk to him at the library. He's legit. He shows up at the door. I heard you got some kids. He had a couple of kids, so he knows. Yikes. They're on the milk They cart. weren't his. They're on somebody's milk yeah, cart. I was going to say, they weren't his children. Yikes. So I'm kind of freaking out. It'll be fine. Dude, my kids are super clingy. They're going to be, I mean, they're You like, do that. That's your fault. What do you mean? That's your fault. You know, what I do is a lot like of hands. cling to my I do, wife? I do a lot of hands-offness. Yeah. You know, like you were That's saying, I, I, just, I just say, hey, I, I promote indep- independent playing. 
I couldn't stand uh, having a kid just nonstop, you know, yeah. like you're saying like, Hey, I'm getting down on the floor. I'm constantly pl- like, you're constantly. like, a, you're a peer. You're like, you're like playing with your, you play with your kids. Like you're a kid. Yeah, I just, and I'm I like, listen, man, I'm 37 years old. I'm way too <laughs> old to be having all, kids this young. Yeah. I'm always like down wrestling, doing whatever. The hell. I, I mean, I did that with my, when my son was little, um, just because of my first boy, but, but my daughter, man, it's like, you know what? I, she just likes to snuggle up. That's it. And we watch TV. Well, how hard is that? It's I just freak out about the TV thing, man. What, too, like much. too much. Yeah, it's too much. I don't know. I'm a product Melt of a lot of televisions or something. That, that's how you get smart nowadays. They have smart programming for children. My kids are yeah. speaking Spanish and, and Japanese. That's true. Baby Einstein, French and Well, I'm Spanish. just saying, you know, they have all the, all these cartoons are speaking different languages now and they're incorporating different, all kind of different things. Your kids. I like, can't do your kids that. kids like using a graphing calculator already. I guarantee you the stuff that you'll see on these kids' television shows, I mean, I wouldn't know how to go about teaching. Don't you ever wonder, like, where do they come up with this stuff? How That's where. How come a two-year-old uses an abacus all the time? <laughs> like, There's so much, like, uh, educational programming on It's definitely smarter than oh, me. Yeah. And it's more patient than me, so. Yeah, more patient Plus, she watches too. the same episode over and over again. So, you know, by the 15th time, she's committed all that stuff to memory. Well, I've heard that kids, um, they... They they perceive it different each time. You know what I mean? Like they'll pick up on parts of it. Idiots, man! It's crazy. <laughs> Don't you do that? I do the same thing. If I watch Goodfellas, you know, a hundred and fifty times, there's always something I pick up. Maybe not Goodfellas, but you know, different movies where you're like, we'll say I, The Wire because it's already been about five minutes. <laughs> I was, so every time you watch The Wire, you pick up. I I do, but I, I, was, I was I was I was I was trying to um, save you from talking about nah, The Wire. Let's get it out of the way. You got it out of the way. I wasn't. I wasn't going that direction. I was thinking about it. I jumped on that grenade for you. Thank you. Last week, uh, last episode, I should say, I gave a review of uh, this this brew pub here in Lansing, Illinois, called uh, One Trick Pony. The way I described it, you know, Ben was like, you know, everything you're saying that's negative about this place makes yeah. me seem like it's a place I want to be. Exactly. So like last night impromptu, which would have been Wednesday night, uh, I texted Ben and I did not over text him. I just texted him <laughs> and I said, Hey, I'm going up to this place. This is exactly how it went down. I'm going up to this place at eight 30 and I'm meeting another guy. If you want to be there, that's cool. If you want to, if you want to come to my house beforehand, I'll drive you there. If I don't hear from you, Whatever, dude. Either you sound like be there you sound or... like me asking Alicia Silverstone to the prime. You're like, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you got plans. Or well, you know what? I, I'm I, not gonna I, go either. I, I just didn't want to smother Ben, so <laughs> he just says, "I'll see if I can go." I believe it was the old like, "I'll check." Never hear from him again. Eight thirty comes and goes. I'm like, you know what? I guess he's not going. So I end up like, I'm not gonna be in a hurry now because I'm the other guy that I was supposed to meet with is is not necessarily there yet. So I went and picked up uh, another buddy of mine and uh, took uh, took him with me. And so I was running a little bit later than I normally would have been if I knew I was meeting Ben. And then Ben texts me from inside the place a picture of the place. And I'm like, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. So Yeah, I got there and you weren't even there. I was like, what the fuck? He went to surprise me. <laughs> he went to surprise me and I was not there. But anyway, so what did you think of the place? Was well, it everything I made it out to be? I always think that you're more appreciated when you show up somewhere and people think you're not going to be there. So it's better. Mm-hmm. If if you yeah, if like if I go, yeah, I'll meet you there at 8:30. Big deal. We're there at 8:30. But if you guys are sitting there having a beer and I walk in, then everybody, what do they do? It's like cheers. They go, "Hey." I guess to me, here. I was like already over. Like I was like, "Hey, I'm mentally prepared to hang out with Ben if he if he agrees to <laughs> hang out." And then when you were like 
you know, hey, lackadaisical. And then, I, you know, just usually you, you you never get a chance to get out. And I'm like, oh, he's probably not going to. I had already mentally wiped you off the, off the plate for the I day. Try. I was like, you know what? Ben's not gonna gonna going to be there. I'm not going to have to try to entertain Ben. That's cool. <laughs> I, now I'm, I'm switching to entertain this guy mode. And then all of a sudden. You get into entertainment mode? Th- then there's. <laughs> then You're like, oh, I got to load up all my Ben jokes. I got to make sure I bring my, my Lou jokes. And so then I switched around and I. Uh, I, or, I mean, I got there and I realized that, uh, that that Ben actually was there. But what did you think about the place? If you know I'm coming, do you get all your mass jokes written down on little cards? Yes. You're like, hold on. No, I just, like I said, I just, I I was already of the mindset that you weren't going to be there. So. Yeah, but that's what's so awesome when you show up then. Because it's like, hey, look No, because I was already like, you know what? Fuck this guy. He's not, he doesn't no, respond. Everybody I don't lo- know what the, what's going on. Everybody loves that. the guy that just shows up when oh, you yeah. didn't think he was coming. That's for sure. <laughs> that's how I get people to appreciate me. Not because of my company. So what did I think of the place? Uh, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was great. It, yeah, it is like super hole in the wall. I guess I'm starting to get fished out on the word hipster because it's just, you know, I mean, everything everything that's not like mass is hipster now. Uh, and I, and that's partly my fault because I say it so much. But uh, it's it's very like eclectic. Like, But we walked in there, man, the, the bartender in the window. There is a, there is a window. Uh, but I was picturing a, like a little window with shutters. It's like a larger window you know i mean it's, it's like a rectangle a, cut it's out a rectangle it's a rectangle cut out in the wall it's framed out it's nice like i uh, said like a high school cafeteria but what's like you, cool you could see the fermenters right and the brew kettles and everything like right behind the guy does that turn you on yeah that means like they they just made this beer this beer that you're drinking that's the pot they used just now you know what i mean well not just now the fermenter they used but you know what i mean uh the that ke- does absolutely the zero for me really no you don't like to see where the you know what i decided the yesterday, magic happens so Originally, I, I think that not that I, I was. I well, said that, I said the beer. If you went to a bakery and you saw like, oh, here's all these like loaves of bread fresh. Wouldn't that be better than just like here, just slice? No, it's not. I don't go to a sweatshop and see a bunch of Malaysian children t- like, needle and threading my shoes together and go, okay. Totally I appreciate, appreciate this more. I appreciate that. I want to see their little um, pricked fingers. Uh, I, <laughs> I. Uh, that way, I know they care. Yeah. Now, now you got me off topic. No, um, you don't care. I, I thought that I was. Uh, I I gave a pretty decent. I thought I gave a really great review to the taste of the beer that I had there. I you said, said it was the awesome. beer was good. I said the place was a little crazy. Uh, the people there were a little bit crazy, and it was I was not very comfortable in there. Um, and so what happened? Well, the reason I actually went back was uh, a buddy of mine called me and said, "Hey, I don't know what you're talking about. I was there last night. The place was hopping. There was good looking ladies in there. There was, you know, uh, all kind of uh, like." younger people and i'm like get no way so then i you know i told ben i go i, I gotta see this for myself and it was easy enough to trick me to get back there again and it was still the same the same little bit younger crowd but um very just very strange i still feel like and again the beer i had last they didn't have the 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 uh the one that i had the night before but the one i had last night was the an irish uh an irish, irish red. red yeah and i again i'm gonna fucking which was the delicious bally bally moss yeah bally moss Really, really good. The guy there, the the brewmaster, I think his name is Dave, but uh, super nice guy. The guy that serves it up? Yeah. He's half of it. I think the other guy does. Well, they both do the As far brewing. as I'm concerned, he's the brewmaster. Okay. He looked like the dude from the man show, the, uh, the Fox. Yeah. So this guy, he's super nice. Um, really, really cool about letting you try whatever you want and uh, real personable. And it's the, just the samples he gives you are like. Yeah, like a half a little jelly jar. Yeah, they're, everything everything about him and everything about the beer is great, but it's almost like hanging out in a dude's garage 
that you don't know with a bunch of his friends. Yeah. So like me and my group of friends, which is like, it was like five of us are like crammed into this little corner. And then there's like other little groups of people that are, you know, don't necessarily know each other. It was just very, but everything's so asses to elbows in the place. It's almost like you can't have a conversation without thinking the people next to you, which there was other people, uh, this guy like laughing. The loud his, guy. Yeah. There's a guy laughing hysterically, which was like, you know, dude, I had to get up to work in the morning. So I wasn't, I only had like two beers and I was trying to be even keel. But if I didn't have plans, I would have ended up stabbing that guy with a mug. <laughs> I just couldn't handle it. Just the place as a whole. Um, we should have at least pushed him off his stool. <laughs> at the very least, should have knocked him out of the ground. He was, he was a pretty heavy dude. I don't know if you'd be able to. You'd just, you'd just, oh, he'd you could probably hard. kick one of those stools and the, th- the whole thing would just break and fall apart anyway. Hell yeah. Um, one thing that I was like really disgusted by was I went in the bathroom. It's a clean bathroom. but I, I didn't for, know they had one. It has like, you know, like, I don't know why, but I never, you don't see this in a bar very often. The toilet seat had a lid, the closed, the lid that closes the whole uh-huh. thing off. And I'm like, why would you need that? Because it's just some dude's garage, man. I, He's but, like, I just found this toilet out back. You got to go in there and you have to physically lift this thing up because I could not get it with my foot. Why was it down? That's the question. There was a couple girls there. So I wonder if a girl went to the bathroom and who else would do that? Mm. And I'm not talking about the part you sit on. Use your the, foot? The cover lid. Don't use your foot. To do what? To lift it? To open it. Why not? Because whoever else uses their hands, now they got to grab all the piss. I don't care about anybody else but me. I could care less what nah, comes after see, me. You're like the people that don't I'm vaccinate. I'm like the person their, that came before. No, I'm you're not. You're people that don't vaccinate people. their kids no, because you're like, oh, I don't care about my hand. Everyone else it's is going to get my shit. the top of my shoe. I'm not taking, I'm not stepping in dog shit outside and then rubbing it off on the toilet. That you're using it. So you're, you're putting your foot down like a prize yes. horse. Like when they do that thing. Yes. Like when the horse, before they give them the ribbon. they Like a ballerina. And like then, a ballerina, so you're tipping it down. I'll give you credit. Like you're doing, like you're going to do a crane kick. Listen, I'm not trying to inconvenience anybody else, but I just feel like I wanted to rip the top of that thing off and throw it. So just so it never happened again. Yeah. It just felt like really out of place that you're going to have like a really nice toilet with a lid on it in this guy's garage. I don't think anything could be out of place there except for, mm, I don't know, hot chicks. Hot chicks would be out of place. More, it was, you know, it's funny. Uh, they had the Blackhawks game on, which I was very excited because I don't, I don't have, I don't have the channel. So I'm sitting there listening. I was listening to it on my radio, and it's a big game. Hawks versus the Blues. It's kind of a big deal. So I was very excited when it was on. It was the place was such a little like garage type thing. I was like, they're not gonna have hockey. So when they did, I got really excited. But Fox, I'm gonna call him Fox, the guy behind the bar. He's like, yeah, the owner's a big Blackhawks guy. I'm not really into sports. And I was like, well, I'm glad that you know it's on. The moment the clock ran out, the Hawks uh, shut the Blues out for nothing. The moment it was like, hey, the Hawks, they all put their sticks in the air. They won. Off. The TV was off. I can appreciate that. He was just like, this is my place. I know you guys are into the game, but the moment this game's over, off. I can appreciate that. Did he have the sound on when the game was on? I don't remember. I couldn't hear him. If it was, it was low. Yeah, anyway. It wasn't um, nearly as loud as that dude in the green shirt. I would definitely say this. I'm not... I don't have to turn the corner on the place because even before I was I was poking fun at it. It's it's really just a weird atmosphere, but the beer is great. I I think it's the best microbrew around. It I, reminds I, me of how like a Three Floyds used to be when you could just go in, <clears throat> get your stuff, no one bother you. Yeah, before uh, you know there was lines. So I've only had uh, I've only I'm one of these creatures of habit where like I won't go in there and like have a different beer every single time. Yeah. Every time I go up, but, uh, so I get one that I like and I just drink, that's the one for the whole night. And, uh, that like works. I said, I had two, I've had two so far and, and both were like outstanding. So 
I drank their scotch ale. It was really good. But with that, with, and I, ha, I, with that being said, I, I have a feeling we'll be uh, we'll be revisiting their. Uh, I'm going in back. no time. <laughs> Last week after we when we were finishing up, you had told me, you're like, yeah, man, my back's been killing me. I'm going to start doing yoga. Yeah, man. Did, did I ever? Yeah, I've only done it twice so far. It's only been a few days, but I did do it a couple times. On a, like, But not at a yoga studio, right? No, I did it in my basement before work. Uh, did you have an instructor down there? <clears throat> I had those DVDs, the Diamond Dallas Page <laughs> Yoga. He's the ex-pro wrestler. <laughs> he I know, does it sounds yoga? horrible. Yeah. Or he just is like Diamond Dallas Page presents DDP a hot yoga. chick that teaches he's, you how to do yoga. He's the, what do you call him the yogi? No, uh, I yeah, don't think so. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to. Uh, no, he's like the instructor. He walks you through it. And... Uh, I only did it two times. But the thing is... I just imagine him do, in yoga pants and like you're doing the view where he's like... He doesn't you're wear... Looking at he the just back wears like, him. Uh, like a normal outfit. What's what's normal? What, what, do, you, what do you imagine? I mean, I, pink yoga pants and like a like a Hulk Hogan ripped shirt in the back. <laughs> like like uh, you're describing like a like let's get physical video. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, because with, with yoga, you have... I would assume you wear like tight clothing in order to... You know, so you don't have a bunch of stuff hanging out there as far uh, as, like, material. Yeah, I mean, if you just, like, a, I don't know. But he's not wearing tight clothing? No, I think he just has, like, a, I don't know, tank top and pants or something like that. It's not too Like, blue jeans? No, he doesn't wear blue jeans. Uh, they're corduroy. No, seriously, what's he wearing? <laughs> they're, uh, he's wearing... Like, uh, boy shorts? Crushed, he's wearing, like, crushed velvet, you know, pleated. It's like no, a come suit, on, really, what's know? he wearing? He's wearing a karate costume. I, no, dude. he's wearing, like, I don't... I, I, it's like a tank top and you're looking at the guy for a half hour twice twice a week you're either, gonna tell me what he's I'm wearing i'm pretty sure it's like a, a shirt or a tank top and pants i don't know i don't, I don't you're pretty know. sure it's a shirt what else would it be a tank top oh that's not really a <laughs> shirt isn't it no that's a tank a it rose was, by any other i had a friend of mine refer to it once as a tank i never let him live it down a tank top just shorten it to tank. tank he was like because that's he's like well that's what it says on the thing and if you look on the the packaging, it actually said, like, tank. It was, like, A-style shirt. You've uh, never heard of a tank top before? Yes. Oh, what do you, I don't... Could you just he shorten it? He called it a tank. That's what it says on the packaging. It says tank. And he's like, yeah, I just... You know, summer's coming, so I was going to pick up a tank. And I was like, well, hold on, hold on. If he said tank record. top, would you have been all right with that? Totally fine with Okay, that. so you're saying mm-hmm. that he... A he do, have he you ever said, like, up? I'm going to go no. put a tank on? No. No. You referred yourself as the tank wearing a tank. Yeah, I would say... Uh, Wife beater. Yeah, that's what most people would say. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that he said tank was awesome. That's, yeah, that's well, I'm tank. pretty sure the guy's wearing a tank. Anyway, so so what does he do? Um it's only like twenty three it's only like twenty three minutes. And uh the the thing that was weird about I did that insanity workout before, right? In my basement. And that's like, man, when you do that, it's like really heavy. You're sweating like crazy. Um I have to take little breaks because I don't know why I did because the, the cardio in it is pretty intense. Well, it sounds it, awful. It is awful, but you know, I always think like that's how you yield results, right? If it sucks really bad, then it's supposed to be. It's good, not pain, good, man. Good it's, for weak, you. it's weakness leaving no the body. No pain, no gain, man. Although the instructor for insanity, man, I don't know about that guy. He seems. He's a douchebag for sure. Yeah, but it seemed more than that. It's, I felt like he was looking at me, man. I felt like he was giving me the eye. I didn't feel comfortable. Anyways, this one, the very beginning, he's like, he talks, he still talks, <laughs> he still talks in like the wrestler voice too, you know? 
Uh, it's almost like Hulk Hogan, but not quite. He's not trying to, but I think that he's just so affected. I'm familiar with him as being a wrestler, but I've never seen him wrestle, and I have no idea like what his shtick is. I'm not sure either. I'm not a big uh, okay. WWF guy. But he talks, you know, he's like, before we get started, the first thing you want to want to do, you're going to want to get some water, you're going to want to get your heart monitor, and you're going to want to get a towel. And I'm like, all right, this shit's about to go down, right? Uh, so I got a towel. I didn't even bother with the water. I was like, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I you didn't, did, you, why, would you, why would you not? I didn't even end up, like, I really didn't break a sweat, hardly. Oh, it huh. wasn't that taxing. I guess egg on mine and Diamond Dallas Page's face, huh? <laughs> well, I think... I think that yoga is one of those things that they always say, like, it's as hard as you want it to be or, as, you know. Because he, like, he wanted a little more. I guess, I guess I just didn't I didn't put out <laughs> enough for him. You're, you know, like, if you're doing a, a certain stretch or move, I guess if you just go at it harder or further, I hold it longer, I don't know. But the, I guess I must have been cheating certain times. <laughs> it, was, it was cool. Like, it felt, it felt good. But I almost wish... I don't know. We'll see. I got to. I got to get more into it. Maybe I'll be able to do like you know deeper stretches and that kind of thing. But it. I don't. I don't. I'm not that worried about it. Like I don't. I don't. I'm not down there to to lose you know a ton of weight from. I just want to be flexible and and, and feel better. And I want to watch him talk to me like this. He's like, all right. And it's so funny too because I sort of think like he's. If someone sells you on something too much, you're like, you know, you smell a rat. Like, hey, what's going on? And we'll do something. He'll be like, oh, there you go. Like. Like no, you're really in it. Definitely, I'm like, I don't know if I'm in it. He says that to you while you're while you're doing it. How does he know you're doing the move right? Well, you know, he's like, like giving encouragement. He's, well, he's got the he's got a female there. Oh, he's saying it to them. Yeah, well, and to you, you know, that like they're they're basically and he he's doing the move and say say he's doing you know this stretch and he'll go you know hold it like that. And Let it, me ask you this: Who who's this video marketed to? I, I think mean, people uh, WWF fans, fat people. And people that have because I mean, there's problems. no woman that's ever going to be like, well, I, I mean, I'm going to watch the Diamond Dallas page. I would think, you know, no, what I'm saying no, that's the I, yoga video yeah. I'm buying. How did you? I would if I could. I would assume you bought it for humor purposes, and then said, eh, maybe there's something I could get out of this. No, it's like everything else. I was convinced through Corolla. He was on the Corolla show talking about it, and I was like, mm, all right, Corolla says it's a good idea. I'll do it. I'm in. But he's why like not? The, he's like the Kevin Trudeau of uh, workout videos now. Yeah, is that the guy that had the? <laughs> All the he's natu- natural cures. <laughs> yeah, he's now going to federal prison. Oh, is he really? Yeah, good. There's a special spot in hell for that guy. <laughs> he convinced. Uh, listen, if you, oh, you you think you have cancer, really? Is that what you think? He did. I don't think so. He, have some orange juice. He did like Mega Memory. He does like all those like uh, you know a bunch of those uh, different programs and, and things. It's the ultimate snake oil <laughs> salesman. I mean, how like, if you really did buy into his shit, it'd be like this guy knows how to cure cancer. <laughs> And he knows how to save more money. Like this guy knows everything. He did. Who would really think all that? Like, well, obviously the same guy who would buy a Diamond Dallas Page yoga video. But it's yoga. Yeah, but that's fine. Why wouldn't you go get one with with something at least decent to look at on it? I mean, I know that's where I I always go. I don't think it would be taxing at all if you're just doing something. Some. Yeah, but I don't want to see Diamond Dallas Page because I'm like this guy. He's. I think I'm that chauvinist. I'm like, if a chick could do it, how? uh, So you're you're thinking this guy's taking yoga. To that next level. Yeah, well, it says this this ain't your, I don't know, this ain't your mom's yoga, or this ain't your dad's yoga, or some <laughs> shit like that. Like, it says there's like a slogan. Like, Let me tell uh, you something. There's hardcore. no such thing as my dad's yoga. I'll tell you that <laughs> I right now. I think there is, yeah. This nah. ain't the way your dad used to do <laughs> yoga. Right. That'd be like if someone came out with a video that was like, this ain't the way your dad used to wash dishes. No, I don't, I don't think it <laughs> is. 
hey, this is laundry, but it ain't your dad's laundry. My dad did like All a right. uh, like kind of like voice to text when it came to do- doing dishes, where he would basically just shout out what what he, what he needed done, and that's how <laughs> it would get accomplished. So he was kind of a pioneer of that. Here's why I'm sold on it. All the wrestlers have back issues, right? They all get, you know, like you've seen The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke. Yeah, they're, they're all on these painkillers. They constantly have all these pain. Well, he was saying, hey, I had a couple of friends of mine. I believe them, you know, in the WWF. He was in it. Uh, they, they were on painkillers, back problems. They started doing this. They felt better. That makes sense to me. Even if you are doing it with, a, you know, if you do, hey, brother, come do the show. It's still, I go, well, that's a solid idea. So that's what I'm going with. Although I think maybe I just wasn't. Trying hard enough. Perfectly and healthy, perfectly normal. Perfectly normal. Absolutely <laughs> shocking. Um, but I, it, I'm, it, it actually brings up a. a I, so I told Ben, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna. I've been putting it off. I'm gonna start running. I'm gonna do this. My wife does a couch to 10k, and I hate nothing more than I hate than running. So I decided to. You know what? It's free. I download it on my phone. I have a treadmill. I did the uh, couch to 5k, and. Uh, my wife's like, well, hey, why didn't you just do the couch to 10K? I'm like, well, first of all, I'm going to get started slow. And then I looked and I saw, I was looking to see if they had a, a program called 5K to 10K, which they don't, which I think is a little bit weird. So now I got to go back to the beginning if I want to do the 10K, but that's neither here nor there. So anyway. 10K is wh- a lot just to, from scratch. I'm never doing that. So I was, I'm running, walking. It's like uh, 60 minutes, or excuse me, 60 seconds. It's 60 seconds of running and then 90 seconds of walking intervals. You know what I mean? Like, so you'll do 60 and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, to not burn yourself out and get, yeah. That's how you start out. That's day one, week one, day one. But the problem is. is You're going to want to get a towel. You're going to want to get some running shoes. I didn't want to listen to music for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, it's probably a bad idea not to listen to music. But I was listening to uh, like a, a podcast, a talk radio podcast. That's tough to do. So not for me because I was, you know, I'm not. The the only at this point the sixty seconds of running every ninety seconds isn't that big of a deal, so it's not like I have to push myself because you're gonna you're There's constantly cool yeah you're constantly cooling down exactly. But the problem was is I was like man is this thing over yet I mean how long and then there's a because it tells you it comes on it goes now start running and then it'll say now oh, start that's walking cool so you know that way if you're not looking at a treadmill and you're actually out there in the field actually this running is a, this is an app called yeah. couch to 5k or yeah. what's it called it's an application called that's what's called couch to 5k oh man that's cool and so like a woman's voice comes on and says start slowing down or can now start walking manner yes you yeah. can pick diamond dallas page you're gonna want to slow down pretty soon here. now when you equate you hear that voice you equate it to muscle and fitness but anyway <laughs> so i'm like i'm like man this has gone on forever and especially during like a talk show you don't lo- in music you lose yourself but like when you're listening to talk radio, like you're you're listening to every word, you're paying attention, you're very like, you know what I mean. Your mind is there, at least for me. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm like going and going, and I'm like, man, this thing's got to be almost over. And then it comes on, it's like you are halfway completed, and I'm like, it is the worst thing ever. Just leave that part out. That one part just ruined the whole thing for me. I'm like, really? I'm halfway done. Well, that's this like that, that should be like the dangling the carrot in front of you. Like no, you're almost. You yeah. know what? That's the same reason my wife was telling me the gym she goes to, and, and I have a membership too, but don't go to. She goes to all these classes, and she's like, I don't know why you wouldn't partake in the classes. And I'm like, the thought of somebody walking around with one of those stupid headsets and cheering me on, or you know what I mean, and like getting up there and trying to motivate me mm. while I'm, I'm in misery. I don't want to be there. 
I can't stand yeah. the person that's trying to do the motivating, and I can't stand the person who's motivated by that person's motivating. So the whole scene just really irritates me. Well, I felt like Sean T and Insanity was coming on to me. That if, guy, it's, if it's a I real can't person, stand that. I would watch my wife do Insanity, and that guy would drive me insane. I would like that right there would make me not want to do the video. The guy's yeah. just too in your face. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up already. Yeah, he's a little in your grill, man. He's a little like. And there was a lot of times where I saw people in the background of insanity. If you watch the video, they're not, they're like, they're, they're taking, they're cutting corners when Shanti's not on top of them. They're burnt up, yeah. man. But yeah. I'm saying like, for, when you finally decide that, hey, this is video day, we're going to do, we have the ability to edit. So we're going to get fresh people in when we do, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. there's tired ass people on this thing. <laughs> and Shanti is doing some of the moves, but then he stops to go over and look and talk. And it's like, the other people are tired. I was like, dude, you haven't been doing this the whole time. You Stop. Stop. Get off my ass a little bit. Okay, Shanti? <laughs> yeah. You got to walk around and point at people it, for a while. It seems like the guys that do those videos are the most obnoxious people. And that's because I don't like being rooted on when I'm miserable. I'm not the kind of guy. <laughs> if if I don't have the heart to, to push through myself, there's nothing you can do in the moment. <laughs> you know, like, like, you know, you have Mickey on the side of Rocky. Like, you know, get in there and give, you know. Uh, I want you to eat lightning and crap thunder. But he does that before the fight. He doesn't do that during the fight. I mean, he may do that when Rocky goes down. He's telling him to get up and win one more. Yeah. But that was Rocky remembering. It wasn't like Mickey was actually doing that. It's like, you're in the fight already. At this point... And the fighters never listen to their corner. Yeah, well, you can't hear it. I'm sure yeah. everything's just a, a mad... Pretty zoned yeah. in. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that uh, takes me out of it. But um, I, I've been also on Instagram. I noticed this is a huge trend. And uh, going to the gym the couple times I went last year, this whole trend of... Remember before it was like, you know, hey, girls, we don't we think girls are too skinny and they we need to appreciate the curvy girl. That's like the thing. Well, we've made this leap. I don't know when it happened. And it's Instagram that did it and social media. Now we're looking at this CrossFit where not only do they have to tell you every single time they work out and how much they did and put I'll never take a picture of their scores at the CrossFit place and then put that on their Facebook page. But the way that the, the girls are, or women are motivating each other to look like like bodybuilders. Yeah, it's Like not so good. lean where they have like a 12-pack. It's too much, man. It's too much. Unless you can kick my ass. If you can physically, if you're that ripped up like Ronda Rousey and you can kick my ass, yes. God, then be that, be that strong. But, but if Ronda you're gonna get Rousey that, doesn't even look. But if, uh, only when she, when she gets down to that like the come to fight day she does. I feel like why why take your body? It's got to be just as detrimental to your body to be that lean and to be to put that much. Okay, I understand you look good, but the physical strain on your back, your knees, your arms, your from all this exercise, the pounding constantly. It's why you need DDP yoga, brother. <laughs> Strengthen the muscles around your core. You know what I'm saying? It, it seems yeah. to me. No, that I know what you're saying. It's, it's counterproductive. My wife found an article the other day that said that uh, people who eat paleo. Uh, eventually, in the long run, do just as much damage to their body, their hearts, uh, that a person that eats garbage. Because I wish I knew what paleo was. I'd agree with you. It's like you know, eating strictly clean, uh, you know, meat. I, like I don't vegan? even want to. No, it's not vegan because you can eat meat, but it's like proteins. It's you know, there's a bunch of stuff you can't eat, but it's like you know, eating all healthy, like grass fed. You know what, what okay. do you call that? Sounds organic. Good. Organic, yeah, but. I, you can look it up because I know Nick's going to hear this or somebody's going to hear it and be like, that's not what it is. But mm. I'm just saying the people that go out of their way to eat specifically healthy, even vegans or stuff like that. It's Everything's like, well, tofurky. You, you have, there's other things your body is, 
our bodies are made to eat animals. That's, I happen to know for a fact my body requires <laughs> Cool Ranch Doritos, or it starts to do that. I start twitching worse. I just, for me, man, when I see a girl that's like got like abs like that, I'm like, unless you are going to use that, you're getting in that kind of shape to just beat ass. Why? The only reason you should have abs like that is if you're going to fight the Persians. And you have to put on like a helmet and there's only 300 of you and you have to stand in a circle and do crazy shit in CGI. If you're going to be an extra, if they do Fight Club, if they do a sequel, <laughs> all right, then I'll let, so that's, we have three reasons. That's but you're it. in total agreement with me. I'm in agreement with you. I'll take it a step further. They had, uh, I don't know, ESPN or one of those channels had like the CrossFit games uh, and they compete is to see who can be the most in shape. They're like the Jehovah's Witnesses of fitness. With they're having to tell everybody <laughs> and having to are. spread like, hey, I don't know if you've thought about it. I mean, I know you go to the gym, but have you thought about CrossFit? It's like, dude, I know it's out there. Just leave me the fuck alone about it already. I don't want to yeah. do CrossFit. They're like, if you would, let me ask you just let me ask you one cool question. If you were to go to the gym today, are you sure your name would be in the book of Christ? <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got to start that over. But yeah, they are very but much. It's almost like this. Hey, you could go to the gym for an hour today. If you were to die Or today, you can go to CrossFit. For 30 minutes and get the workout you would get in two gym sessions. How, how, how would that make you feel? I mean, imagine all the other stuff you could get done in a day. It's like, but I would be in a gym full of douchebags. I like how you saw it too because they say like, how would that make it? What would you say if I told you this? What would you say if I told you you could get twice the cardio effect? And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa stop with the salesman's <laughs> questions. Yeah. Yeah, like, dude, I'm lucky I'm going. I, I thought about going to the gym today. That's about as much as I'm willing to they, do. Well, and it's that thing where like if you if you don't answer anything but the answer they want to hear, then it's like you're basically admitting to like being a piece of shit. Kind of like, well, I guess I'm just going to hang but, but out. It's not like I've literally, I, I know a lot of people who work out, but, um, you know, just kind of say like, hey, yeah, if you ask them, they'll say it work out. But it seems like the people that are CrossFit or that do CrossFit almost are brainwashed. Like the CrossFit gym they go to is like, hey, it's like Scientology. This is, you, you need to bring more people. I don't know if they get a discount off their thing. If they bring people, I don't know what, what it is, but it just seems like they're so sold on CrossFit. And it's like, that's great, man. That's great for you and everything. And, and I appreciate you trying to get, you know, get me in shape and motivate me. But, but no, I mean, how many times do I have to tell you? No, you know, it's just, it's, it's like when they come to the door and I just go, I'm an atheist. And I <laughs> slam the door in their face. Well, these guys would punch through your door though. You wouldn't be able to slam the door in their face. Well, they'd probably just flex their abs <laughs> and just smash through with their stomach. Well, I'll say this, the workouts that they do, I'm sure I really, am, I'm, I bet they're awesome. Like I wouldn't mind if someone said, Here's a CrossFit workout. You can get that. There's now, an app that tells you every day the CrossFit workout. So I'll workout go do the workout. Without having to go to a gym. I just don't know about the, the, the pack mentality. I don't know if I'd be super into that. And I guess Like they, the competitive, where every day you're competing to get a well, better time or a better... You're just competing against yourself, ultimately. But if you happen to beat Jimbo, that's good, too. Because he's won, like, the last three days. <laughs> right. Sounds awesome. I wouldn't mind doing the workout, but uh, I, I'm not big. I, I'm kind of with you as... The people around me, and then I, you know what? I'm too self conscious. I'm like, that guy's lifting way more than me. I'm fucking, I'm stupid and ugly, and I can't read well. You ever have my favorite is the guy that's fat, and then but but he jumps in a conversation with two guys that are talking CrossFit or some other thing, and he puts it. He's like, well, you know what I usually do is I I like to do, and it's like, dude, everybody know you're got to be the only person that doesn't realize you're a fat piece of shit. It's obvious what you do. And the guy's like, oh, you know, I used to be really into working out. It's like when when were you really into working out? Oh, you know, you know, back before, you know, when I was in the Marines or back before when I was, you know, in high school, oh, I, I was bulked like, up like crazy, bro. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, I'm thinking about getting my size back. And it's like, you know, I just want to, I want to 
start small and maybe you really start with the diet and then, and then work up and then probably get to the point where, you know, when people were talking about that, what's that stupid thing you were talking about, the workout? Insanity. Yeah. I remember guys were saying like, oh, you got you to do this insanity. Insanity is for people who are already in shape that want to go to that next level. Yeah, yeah. It is not for a person no. who has it's been sitting on the couch for five years or like, no, no. you know, uh, a 50-year-old dude who's like, you know what? I'm going to make a change in my life. He's like, not, not with this you ain't. Yeah. Not today you're not. <laughs> you I would do that. Walk was... around your neighborhood with a bottle of water for the next like two years and then. Then step up to, to yeah. uh, work it up to first walk to the garage or first, okay, first go to the TV. Once you feel up to that, like work your way to the fridge, maybe the garage, take the trash out by June. Who knows? We may even have you raking the lawn. I like I told you, I, I actually put up on our Facebook today, uh, the Hey My Man page, a picture of eight of the best Kate Upton gifts of her boobs jiggling. Certainly get your heart rate up for a while. That's, what right? I'm talking about. that's, that's the ultimate right. goal. Just just get that heart rate going. It's a sl- it's a it's a process. You don't just go in there and do insanity. On oh, the in that first case, day. I'm, in that case, I'm Lance Armstrong, dude. <laughs> <laughs> see the uh the news that even though uh, harold ramus died they're still going to go ahead with uh, ghostbusters 3 no no i'm not who's gonna I, be in it i i don't think it, it said who was gonna be replacing him yet but they were saying like hey you know they'd already they'd already agreed it was gonna happen and then when harold ramus died everyone's like oh well shit we're not gonna have ghostbusters 3 now but apparently they're still gonna go forward with it and I would have contended it, it was a bad idea when Harold Ramis was alive. It was, it was a bad long. idea right after Ghostbusters yeah. 2. Ghostbusters 2 was a bad idea. Ghostbusters 2 was a very bad idea. It's one of those... Ghostbusters 2 is probably the only sequel that I can tell you that that I know where it gets a pass. Like, people were like, we just wanted to see the Ghostbusters... Those guys get back in that uniform for one more Proton thing. Packs, it's such a horrible that. movie, but it's not that horrible. At the same time, it's like... All right. Well, it, it was just about these guys. It was just about the those four guys getting in those suits again and, and doing what they do best. And it had a good family kind of message to it. And, and that was it. But it was a real shitty movie. Dude, I think a lot of these movies that we revere and regard as so wonderful, a lot of it is just your memory saying how great it is. You know what I mean? It's a, there's, no, there's no call for a third Ghostbusters, especially like who would enjoy that? Well, these guys, and, and it's going to be, it's not like they've, they're rebooting it. They're, it's the same, it's these old ass. Right. Well, what age were you when Ghostbusters came out? I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say it probably came out in between 1984 and 1986. Roughly. So 10. Okay. So do you think 10 year olds now would enjoy Ghostbusters 3? No, because the guy, that's so, this movie is movie's for. But it's not, it's being made for you. It's but not being made for them. But that's dumb. That's like. That's like that's like how excited can I be about one more Marvel? We'll give it an R then. How excited can I be about one more comic book movie? I mean, I don't know. It depends Star, if that's what you're Star into. Or Star Wars movie for that matter. No, that's what I was into when I'm a ki- I was a kid. I know, but some people are still into that stuff now. Yeah, but some people need to find here's the difference other, though. Other shit to be into. Comic you were into movies, when you were seven because that's what was available. Comic book movies, like for instance, the uh, Captain America, I think comes out in like two weeks. Ugh. It look. I think I, I think it looks awesome. I don't care if you even like Captain America as a superhero. The the previews that I saw for it looked the special effects look great. All 
But that's but a dude, superhero it's a grown movie. Men like the, watching the, comic book the ghost, guys. But he's still young and in shape. I'm talking about these guys are in their late seventies, <laughs> and they're wearing pro. Like I don't know what who who's writing the script or what the story's going to be, or if these guys are just going to kind of be like hanging around the shop drinking coffee in the morning while the new Ghostbusters are working. I don't know how they're going to do this, but it just seems like it's a disaster waiting to happen. It, and really, if Bill Murray. I mean, he's done some really cool Wes Anderson movies. His last couple of movies, even uh, Zombieland, was, his, his appearance in that was awesome. Totally great. God, that was how many years? You saw him at the Oscars, dude. But what I'm saying is, he's if this is one. really going to be your swan song, if this is going to be it for you, like you're going to retire on this legacy or die or whatever, go, out, go off into the sunset on, the leg, on this, this a trifecta for the, you know what I'm saying, on the Ghostbusters as yeah. your legacy... This is a, this is a legacy killer. This is as bad. This is a worse idea than Caddyshack too. Yeah. If yeah. they could find a Jackie Mason, I don't know if he's. I thought he's probably dead. But it's the only way they can make this this idea worse. If they replace Harold Ramis with Jackie Mason, <laughs> they, they they double down on it. <laughs> it's. Uh, I was having this conversation at work the other day. Uh, a bunch of guys were talking about how they watch TV Land and oh, I watched these old episodes of Dukes of Hazard and Knight Rider. They're awesome. No, and I let it go for a couple minutes, and and I finally had to jump, and I go, I do. I think your 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 brain is playing tricks on you. What you're saying is, I enjoyed myself when I was eight years old. I liked watching an orange car jump around because I didn't really understand what was going on. I just liked seeing an orange car, and I liked the chicken Daisy Dukes. Now that you know better, and you watch that, you should go, holy shit, this is horrible. I think. We hit on it earlier before we started podcasting. We kind of were talking about this. And really, I, I think what it comes down to is, for me, I mean, you're, like you said, you're so young. You like the shows that your dad liked. Right. Because he liked them. Right. And that's the nostalgia factor. You know, like right. I said, if I, if you went back and if I watched Out of Context, an episode of Hunter right now, I'd be like, this is, <laughs> this is the, the stupidest thing I've ever seen. My dad loved... Uh, Stephanie Kramer, who played Dee Dee McCall on Hunter, that was his, you know, his Kate Upton. Uh, and to this day, I love her. I, I still <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. still now to this day, she still looks good. But I'm like, I remember what she looked like then, and I'm like, I remember my old man always making like nothing crazy, but you know, making hubba, comments hubba about comment, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, the you know, the wolf in the cartoon where the eyes bulge oh, out and smoke comes out of the ears. Yeah, yeah, he's banging um, on the table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Hunter, Miami Vice. Uh, you know the shows of the, the the violent shows of the '80s that you know were on during prime time, and those are the shows I attach myself to the most. But if you go back and you watch a Miami Vice, you're like, this is this is just bad all the way around. It's not good at all, but it holds a special place in your heart because it reminds you of a simpler time where, you know, all you did was you just sat there and watched TV, and that's of course, yeah. Well, and it's your your first uh, kind of TV enjoyment that you can remember too, and having your dad stamp approval doesn't hurt he's letting you he's giving you an idea of what you as a boy should appreciate like my kid watching game of arms and going this is not happening (laughs) it wouldn't be like (laughs) me because i looked at my dad and i was like well you know my dad likes this has got to be great right but you know now my dad watches the pacifier and uh dancing with the stars and you know (laughs) (laughs) so if i knew if i knew then what i know now but he was definitely into some cool stuff maybe he just did it for me but even old westerns, I hated it when I was a kid. My dad used to make me watch on Sundays the uh, those stupid uh, Sunday classics westerns, yeah. um, with uh, Fraser Thomas. He used to watch the, and it would be you know anything from uh, 
uh, the great escape to Rio Bravo. Yeah. To seven brides for seven brothers to, you know, any of these old movies. And I'd be like, Oh, this is horrible. But now when I go back, it's like, I could sit there and watch it because it reminds me of those times. Well, but here's the thing you at least recognize Right. You recognize what's going on. Like you could see I only it. do that because just, we just talked about it and I just had an epiphany. Changed my life. But right you, can, you can understand like this is why I like the show and this is why I get it. I have the uh, emotional connection to MASH with my dad. But I watch it and I, I'll, some, I'll go, God, this is so horrible. This is such a bad show. Uh, I, it still does something for me that I enjoy. Like, you know, it triggers something inside of me. But, but I know. I'm like, this is bad. This is horrible acting, what I'm seeing right now. There were but I'm shows, still going to watch it because it makes me feel There good. were shows in those, in those days that I believe still t- stand the test of time. And off the top of my head, I will tell you right now, Night Court, still as good as it ever was. Cheers, still as good as it ever was. Um, uh, Three's Company, still as funny as ever. I still believe that Three's Company, even though it's the same premise every episode, yeah. they did it so well. But John Ritter was amazing. Shit, it is, it is, but I still believe that if you... I could watch it now and not be like, come on, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Because the characters were, were lovable, and I think that the writing was... It was meant to be hokey even then. It was just the whole idea very was stupid. Campy, yeah, but yeah. it was supposed to be. The way, the way John Ritter was just... He's like... That's where Michael Richard, John, if you ask me, I bet you Michael Richards would tell you like John Ritter, you know, Jack Tripper was where that was the most, that guy's physical comedy is next to none. Yeah. I mean, he, don't you agree? Well, he would say as long as it ain't a black guy, he loves it. <laughs> no, but, uh, but there's a, an um, all in the family still to this day. Uh, awesome. Well, now you, you couldn't make that today. But if I watched it today, I would still be like, this is, this is absolutely as funny. The Jeffersons, but. I had that thought today about Seinfeld. If they, if they, you think they could do the soup Nazi character today on TV? If they just, by calling him the soup Nazi, you no. know, it wasn't that long. No. Do you feel like once they did that, people would be like, oh, we, you know, real Nazis, are, that's offensive. Like, yeah, we I, know I, what it was like to be. I think bugger, that bugger. you would have the, you know, the people on uh, Jezebel or one of these stupid blogging websites do exactly what you said. Like, yeah. oh, well, you know, did they ever think that this might be offensive to so-and-so and this guy's actually not even jewish or uh or i mean he's actually not even a german he's a, he's a middle eastern guy that they're calling a nazi right. and these people are jewish and then you'd have this other camp coming out and saying well this whole cast is full of jewish people and uh well it's not okay for them to say just because they're jewish you know what i mean it would get so stupid and my dear dear sweet maria menounos would have to do a sit down <laughs> with one of them and, and have him explain and it. do that crazy laugh of hers Oh, she can do no wrong in my book. Except even for even when she sounds like a dolphin, I'm like, that's the best <laughs> dolphin impression ever. But at least, like I said, at least you can recognize uh, why. You, my point is you're not going like, oh, I still watch Knight Rider and, and it's an awesome show. Like, okay, just say you have fond memories of it, right. but you know it's a piece of shit. It's a, yeah, it's a huge flaming piece of dog You know shit. what uh, holds up? It's super old, though. My dad used to always um, watch Honeymooners all oh, the yeah, time. Oh, yeah, definitely. I watch Honeymooners. It's super old, but it's still amazing. I mean, awesome. Uh, I, w- I would even say that, you know, another show that I think is, is super good. Um, another show that I think is really good is uh, the Cosby show. I was like the age of probably a little bit younger than Theo at the time that the show was actually happening. Are you saying you were Vanessa's age? Yeah, probably. I don't know, yeah, somewhere between there. But I'm saying like I grew up with them, with those kids, you know. So yeah. and, and the same thing with like the Wonder Years. 
Yeah. I, I was literally one, I believe I was the same grade or one grade, because um, their their seasons moved a little bit quicker than the real school year. Macaulay Culkin and I were kindred spirits. <laughs> so I was a little bit behind Kevin, but I watched that show like, oh my God, like this guy's going through <laughs> the same sort of things that I'm going through. My voice is changing too. That's so weird. I I totally 100% um, looked at that show and I have, I have fond memories of it for that yeah. purpose. And now um, there's a show called The Goldbergs. Which Adam Goldberg, the guy who's the uh, the writer of it, I think also the executive producer. Now he's the guy. If you remember, Dazed and Confused. This is another show about a black family. Oh, yes, you could tell by the last name. If you ever seen Dazed and Confused, the tall. You remember the three nerds in the car? Uh-huh. He's the guy that fights the guy at the. Uh, he gets all mad. the The greaser beats him up, and then he comes back and he yeah. tries to beat him yeah, up. Yeah. So that's Adam Goldberg. Adam Goldberg wrote this show called The Goldbergs about his life in the 80s his parents his family life uh, and it's sort of like a, a wonder year situation where obviously he's taking a little bit of creative license here and, and making things a, maybe a little bit funnier than they would have been but using the same premises and it's f- that show is definitely made for people my age you know or your age or somewhere in between because everything they talk about everything that i was like man that's exactly just get everything perfect and again I appreciate that because of the nostalgia value is just, it's so right on. I mean, the the comedy is, is today's sort of what, what flies in the face of comedy yeah. today, but it's set in the, in the eighties. Well, that's, that's, yeah. that's cool. It, it, you've never seen it. No, I haven't got it. Yeah. It's got uh, uh Jeff, Jeff Garland. Yeah. Jeff Garland's in it. Yeah. I, your saw, favorites. I, I saw Jeff Garland and it was called the Goldberg and I was like, ah, I'm out. Just because of that? Yeah, I was just like, Jeff Garland, I don't think he can... I, he can't even act like himself on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I love that show. You don't and, love him in Curb, though? Dude, his... I'm, he, I'm not going to be offended if you don't. I'm just... No, I mean, he's he's fine, but Larry David does all this, this crazy stuff, and Jeff Garland's job is just to go, well, I don't... I don't, uh, I don't he's just got to agree with Larry. As he a, just as has to manager. put a dumb look on his face and go, I just would like you to apologize. And that's all he has to do. That's the, you know. He does it well. They cast him well. I, I guess. I don't. <laughs> well, that's like Richard Lewis, because like I told you, I went and saw Richard Lewis. It was the worst stand-up performance I've ever seen in my life. But on the sh- on Curb, the guy is great. I mean, he's he's the perfect, like, you think Larry's crazy, and then you have Richard. And it's like, this guy is like, he makes Larry look like Jeff. I mean, in, in, on the level of like yeah. how, how out of sync he is with the rest of the world. <laughs> they do seem like a bunch of people that are way out of touch, <laughs> way out of touch. Which but, is funny because like Jeff I told Garland. you, I feel so uh, like a kindred spirit to Larry because there's never been uh, an argument that he they, he's ever um, put out there in the world on Curb that I haven't completely agreed with or it. the way he handled it. His, so. th- that show, the universe is so small and the problems are so small. I just love watching him get upset about it. But I feel I feel like you know there was a, I mean there's a, there's so many different issues on that show, but like even the small stuff like you said whether it be the the there was one episode where he changed the toilet paper in the guest bathroom his wife wanted to use like special yeah. toilet paper that was better yeah. for the environment but he thought it was it was it was too rough on his mm-hmm. ass so he changed it and he tried to get someone else to lie for him and th- they make a great thirty minute show probably one I mean I believe with nothing touches it curb is the funniest show that's ever been on television to me really i don't know what do you think's funnier i don't know that's kind of if you if you if you tell me the office i'll kill you 
it's 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 different than any other show. So I, I really I don't you know. can't say off the top of your head. You think, but you're saying it's not. You could say without. Yeah, I'm saying definitely hands down. Curb's not the funniest show ever. Really? Yeah, definitely. Man, there's but, a lot of you, options. Man. What else out there? You could think of one. Well, the Office is not a even, great one. It's not even uh, close. All in the Family was a classic hilarious Come one. on, man. Uh, you think that's as funny as Curb? I mean, Seinfeld is, you know. I, I just, I mean, I would say that it's a... It's I, I'd, a, have, it's a I'd have to give it some thought, but... Where would you put Curb in the entire Because Curb is, is a niche kind of thing. I don't think a lot of people would appreciate it. Well, Ben, most people beside you have cable, so they're able to watch it. Yeah. Just, you're just, you're just butthurt. No, when I say niche, I don't mean it's a channel you pay for. <laughs> No, when I say niche, I mean it's a certain kind of humor. You have to like that, uh, like it's like Woody Allen. You're saying you style. have to be Jewish. Mm, you have to appreciate Jewish humor <laughs> to like it. You definitely have to appreciate Jewish humor to like. I it. I love Woody Allen. He's he's one of my all time favorites. So I, I said I like the show a lot, but I don't know if I. I mean I don't know. I'm burning through it right now on HBO Go. But all right, uh, funniest all time. That's I mean that's a lofty claim, sir. Again, I mean I would I would challenge anyone to th- to throw something else out there and and put it. Because if you say, well, it, this show is just not, it, it can't be compared because it's not the same. Something has to be the funniest of all yeah, time. There is, yeah, there's really nothing like it. And it doesn't have enough characters to be the funniest show of all time. Uh, is, it, and you need an ensemble. I mean, I would say Cheers, uh, like as far as like a, a regular um, network comedy. Yeah. I think probably Cheers is the funniest show on television. Seinfeld's funnier than Cheers. Man, I don't know. I mean, Seinfeld is definitely yeah. more. The writing is better, and the character. And there's like so many crazier stories. But for but oh, think, wait a think about South this. Park. South Park's funny. Get out of here. Shit together. First of all, all should a, put first of all, a cartoon doesn't even. You can't even put a cartoon with live action. Why not? Because it's for morons. For one thing, you just a. Hey, it's still funnier. No, it's not. That may end the podcast. We may not be friends anymore over this. No show has ever made me laugh out loud as much as South Park ever. It's not even close. Think think of this though. The like in Cheers, the bar. You're, they really only have like one set that they utilize the entire run of the show. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They may have like this guy's apartment or this guy's, you know, just yeah, very it's like honeymooners. Yeah, exactly. And with just that, just that one stage setting, I mean, that's Seinfeld goes all over the place. So limit yourself to that and say this, this show has to be funny based on this one background yeah, and well, just the like... character interaction. Well, that's like a, a play setting almost. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would agree with you. So that's why I would say that Seinfeld and Cheers are definitely different because of the fact that they have. There's a lot more involved in in uh, Seinfeld, but I don't know. I would say that I still think that Cheers is is as funny as Seinfeld. Well, jury's still out. We'll see. Oh, real quick, a Walmart or Target? What? Walmart or Target? I was asked. I was asked to relay the message. As a question, Walmart or Target? Just but uh, well, ma'am. Uh, oh, Target. Without Easily, question. right? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. I don't ever have any reason to go to Walmart. Ever. No, I hate Walmart. Not really. How come? Um, I mean, just I would think that it's it's like just a little bit nicer grade of people. I have this thing. It makes me seem really judgmental, but when I go to a place like that, it like it. it I'm harking back to like my childhood in in a bad way, though. In a way, like. Like uh, where there's where there's off brands of everything, just you know I mean? it's called food. Yeah, it's just food. Like, like Repo Man, where it's like, just like beer. I'll put, I'll put I'll put it this way: Hamburger Helper is for poor people. Okay, it just is. We can smell our own. I know. I grew up on stuff like that. Hamburger Helper is for poor people. So if you're buying something that's like Hamburger Helper, but it's a different name and it costs thirty cents less, 
the cost to your soul is so much more than 30. The cost of your self-esteem is so much more than 30 cents. Well, we actually, it's funny that you bring that up because we, in the last couple of years, started to shop at Aldi, which is, that's definitely, you know, instead of getting uh, we fruit put a loops, quarter you're going to get cart. like fruit booths. Or... Fruit. <laughs> fruit booths. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's always just like a little play on a... On a, on a... <laughs> fruit booth was your nickname in college. Just come yes. out with it. Uh, but I find that actually the food at Aldi is better than... Than the food at you know any other place. Really? I have no. I, yeah, I've noticed that it's actually better. I've I've actually had uh, better results. I just don't like to have to carry my groceries out and I bring my own bag. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything to your self esteem when you see the. the weird, I never go the shopping. Names. So I just my wife brings it home. I don't have to. I don't have to go out in society. Uh, you know, carrying it out of that place. Just knowing something about just knowing bothers me. I think in the beginning when she started to bring the stuff home. That like I said was just like like just so off brand. Yeah. That we me and my son would laugh all the time and make fun of the names for these things, but uh, no, I don't, it doesn't bother me. I guess if you grew, if I was, I a, grew if, up with all that always. If I was a, a kid, um, growing up and, and and I was, I happened to be poor and like I I didn't have like labeled clothing. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's, instead of Lee jeans, you're wearing what are those? Uh, Dude, uh, I didn't like, even like, know. Tough skins. Or I wasn't like, even aware of like labels or, like on clothes. I just didn't even it didn't even occur to me. It didn't like mean anything until people started going like, "Hey, what brand are you wearing?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? What does that even fucking mean?" Like, I didn't even, I wasn't even aware. Well, so that didn't affect you then. I was going to say the only, the only once way it I would found out, me. I was devastated. <laughs> not, not that I have to be like a brand whore, but like, it's like that ignorance is bliss, man. If you don't know, it's wonderful. Right. So there's nothing wrong with buying this stuff, but once you know, it's, it's a ruin, dude. Yes, I agree with you. I had the shoes that I had were. Uh, Instead of Michael Jordan, like his silhouette, it was like oh, it was no. like it was like two dudes jumping for a ball, like they're both fighting for a rebound. And I don't know, I was like, yeah, these shoes are great. It's it's Bill Cartwright with a ball over his head, <laughs> shooting a double handed over the head shot. It's just Stacy King. <laughs> it's just Stacy King sitting on a bench. He's not even doing anything athletic. You got the Will Purdue shoe. I just got Craig Hodges, and it's him hocking his championship rings like on on the side of the shoe. Oh. It's sad as hell. Did I ever tell you the story where uh, I, when I worked for Sherwin Williams, the, the paint store, they did an event where they had uh, Norm Van Leer was one. Of, they always had Norm Van Leer. He like if you if you're in Northwest Indiana <laughs> yeah. well, before he died, Norm Van Leer was like on was everywhere. Any any if you needed a, a local celebrity that was willing to do whatever, he was like the Sam Jackson of local celebrities. I'll take any job. It doesn't any care job. what it is. And if, when I, I, I had no idea because I don't care about basketball. I had no idea who Norm Van Leer was. So I saw Norm Van Leer at a like, Sherwin Williams Dutch. party. I thought I thought he was Bill Cosby. <laughs> no, I swear to God, I thought I I I told my buddy, I go, dude, Bill Cosby's here. I go, that's crazy. Like, dude, that's Norm <laughs> Van Leer. And I thought he was kidding. I'm like, who the fuck is Norm Van Leer? And why you does he look so much Bill like Bill Cosby? Cosby? Pull up a picture of Norm Van Leer. Have you, you know uh, what he looks like? Engraved in my brain. You can't, you can't see that he looks like Bill Cosby? <laughs> it does kind of look like Bill Cosby. <laughs> I guess if you had I was really that excited that he's like, it's like. Norm Van Leer. I'm like, Norm Van Leer? He's that, black. That doesn't look Dutch at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, that was my... Uh, oh, my, my gosh. <laughs> I, he, he was my off-brand Bill Cosby. <laughs> was like I'm gonna go up. And I didn't grab know the once rebound. I I was walking toward him, and once I was told it was, and then I looked over and like you know I slowly started looking around the room and seeing pictures with him, and it said Norm Van Leer, and I'm like, oh well, what? And I started spitting out of control, and I just I was like I gotta leave. You're doing I'm the chocolate cake <laughs> routine for him. You're like that's nutritious. <laughs> oh my god. Got Stitcher? We're on it. So get it. Stitcher's an award-winning provider of news and talk radio for your mobile phone. Stitcher Smart Radio. The smart way to listen to radio.
I got a question that somebody asked me to bring up to you. What's that? Naked and Afraid just came back on TV. It just premiered last uh, Sunday. Sweet. And the question was, if you had to be naked and afraid on a celebrity edition, you get to pick the person you're naked with. I get to pick the woman? You get to pick the Hold woman. Hold on, this is wide open. Do you either, do you, do you pick a hot chick or do you, do you pick, need to ask the rest of that question? Or do you pick somebody that you know is going to be, that may not necessarily, or figure, if you know someone off the top of your head that fits both of these, um, I guess, who, you know, that, that would help you be able to survive, knowing what your survival capability is, uh-huh. you personally. We're a team then? Yeah. You'd have to team up? Yeah. Do you, you've never seen the show? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it, but okay. I just couldn't remember if it was a team. Yeah, no, you team or, up. I'm not competing and you have to, with I them. think you have to last 21 days, and you also get to pick the location in this scenario. So... Whether it be the Amazon, the whoever Sahara I picked, I'd be dehydrated in four hours. <laughs> so we're gonna t- we're not competing. You get to p- yeah pick your no. You're on the same team. You just you two have to make it 21 days. So do you go for the hot chick just so you get to see her naked, and you get to cuddle up with her every night? Do you or, know for a fact that Maria Menounos can't make traps that catch wildlife? I don't. I don't. I don't either. But I know I wouldn't want to be stuck. Let's with her just on give a her the benefit island. of the doubt. I'd be like, she probably can fish. You know what? You think that laugh is cute and endearing? It's almost like an like an English accent on a. On she a, could on attract a chick. fish. With it, and I would catch them. We'd be a match made in heaven. It'd be great. Because of her dolphin voice, her laugh. Sure, <laughs> sure. No, that who would would you pick? Would you look to pick somebody who could keep, who could help carry you through, or would you uh, would you settle for somebody who just was looked really really good? Twenty one days. Um, I guess I would pick someone because I would want them to carry me through with their skills. So I'd I'd probably. But it, I, do I get to screen? Do I get to go like? This this woman can uh, build a fire in like two minutes flat using almost nothing. Well, I'm nothing, asking you right but... now in this scenario, you have to pick a celeb, somebody that the audience would know, just based on what you know right now of that person. Oh, I thought you were saying like just hot chick or not. No, 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 celebrity. So I got to find a celebrity. I don't know a celebrity that's good in outdoors. Well, then I mean, Oof. do you? Yeah, pick... if I got to pick a celebrity, I don't think that any of them are good in the outdoors. So I'm going back to Maria Menounos. Well, what if you picked like a cook or a chef or one of these TV, uh, you know, that knows how to uh, throw spices? Cheryl Scott. She knows the weather. She'll let us know when a storm. I don't think she knows the weather. Oh, she knows the weather. Is she? Because um, isn't there a difference between a meteorologist and a, a weather girl? I don't know which one she. Maybe she's she a is. meteorologist. How dare you? And I think they. How just, dare you, <laughs> I sir? Think, I think they just read. She knows a days ahead of time, Dave. Days ahead. Okay, she she. Already knows what it's going to be like over the weekend. Much so. respect. I mean, Al Roker did shit his pants at the White House. I mean, I, <laughs> you can't not, take him, though, because he's a dude. I can't take him? No. Okay. All right. Then I'm back to Cheryl Scott again. I, well, I was thinking about this, and I thought to myself, you know what? I would take whoever is the, the hottest chick I could find, only because I would be, well, I'm going to quit after after 24 hours. I don't plan on lasting, so <laughs> I just was like, hey, uncle you know anyway. as long as I get to spend one night I so I'd have to be somewhere was cold and wet where I'd have to we'd have to snuggle up, and then I would tell my wife like, "Hey, listen, what do you want me to do? Die out there?" And then I'd realize after I laid with her that first night, I'd say I'd quit, and because I'm it's because I'm a bitch and I can't survive. But really, I would tell my wife after I did that, I felt that I needed to come home I I right tried. away. I tried and whatever I, knew I could that do. It wasn't you. I knew that she didn't fit that same mold right. to me that you did, and didn't, it was it was it was a sham. I could not. I couldn't do that. They trying to find the right. It just didn't feel right. It didn't feel. I'm not saying it didn't feel good or feel bad. I'm just yeah. saying it didn't feel like you. Well, if you don't, if you don't want to lie, it didn't feel the same. Right. Just didn't feel <laughs> the same. 
It was weird. With, so, Kate, with Kate Upton underneath that bear skin we found, it just didn't feel I, the same. I also feel, yeah, I also feel like uh, pretty much anybody could survive. I don't know. I Maybe I'd be a little industrious, but I'm, I'm just, I don't want to deal with it. I hey, wouldn't want to deal apo- with it. Hey, my man, apology counter. Uh, I'm sorry for Dave, Cheryl Scott. <laughs> he didn't mean that. I, I feel like uh, I just would not want, there's no way in hell I would ever be convinced to do something like that. I have a lot of pride, and I know I've said on other episodes, like, hey, I'd love to test myself and see how manly I could truly be, but I really know inside, like you see a guy like Bear Grylls and it's like, come on, you're, this guy's a man. You're, I'm not a man. That's for sure. That's for sure. I mean, we, that's, they're, on, they're on a whole nother level. I'm glad my wife only bases things on, on my arm wrestling prowess and the fact that, you know, I, I, I... Not only your arm wrestling, but your, your mental warfare before the arm wrestling. <laughs> right. to get, to, you can get people to fall out without, even t- without putting elbow to table. <laughs> So that's, that's, that's the key for me because, like I, to, I told you before, uh, if I was to lose, well, the whole allure of me would be gone, and then my way it, it would just be like a, the force field. Dude, if I was you, I would avoid any chance of ever having to arm wrestle. <laughs> I would never arm wrestle. I would just talk about how awesome it is, and I conveniently never be around when there's an arm wrestle to be had. You mm. lose once, you're done, dude. I don't. I just can't that's, lose. That's. You know how you don't lose if you don't arm wrestle. I went to the bank the other day and I was trying to set up an account and I went up to this. I wasn't even going to bring the pennies in because I'm never going to un- unwrap those things, but I wanted to set up a new account. So I go in and I walk up to the to the woman and she's telling me, yeah, if you want to start up this account, you're going to have to go over there. You're going to have to wait in line. She explained something for about 20 seconds. I started tuning out because she she had stripper sparkles. She had glitter. She had body glitter. She was a bank teller. She had body glitter. So as a result, I was like, all I can think, she's saying, well, you could open this account. And this okay. could this. <laughs> so this could, you could, this could, this has this percent. And if you want it, and I was like, I didn't hear, not one word you said. All I could, there was like the screensaver in front of my brain. It just kept going. She's wearing body glitter. What's wrong with her? She's, it was the weirdest thing ever. It was so out of place. I was like, not one person. You don't have one supervisor that said, maybe you shouldn't wear this. I'm not talking maybe about Maybe they like, did, but maybe she was like, I, this actually happened on the weekend, and you know how hard glitter is to get off. So <laughs> I went like, to a bachelor party for one of my girlfriends. I scrubbed. They tarred, and I feathered scrubbed. Me. they tarred and feathered me with glitter. Imagine, you know what? We ought to do that to somebody because glitter is just impossible to get off. Is it really? Yeah. If you just, like somebody came through the door and you just hit them with a bucket, like, like Rip Taylor, but a bucket of glitter. You're like, hey, ladies! <laughs> and just threw glitter all over. Oh no! But it, 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 dude, it was. I can't believe somebody along the line wasn't like, can't sexual harassment. You can't wear body glitter. I was. Harassed. Who's going to tell her she can't? I was about. That's to. the I only should've... way they could get away with it is if you, as a customer, went and complained. So I could see I the manager. Went, you know what? I need some help. The manager from comes out who the doesn't park. look like a stripper. The manager comes out in the parking lot. He's like, hey, come here. I need you to go back inside and make a beef on this chick in my presence. I can't do it. You know she's trashy. I know she's trashy. You'll be helping me out. And I'll tell you what. I will transfer those pennies over to hard cash. You know the chick with the glitter? <laughs> Can you just do the same thing, notice it again, but be a little more pissed off? Not too bad. I want to get her fired, but you can't. It was weird, man. Uh, and and I, I asked a, a friend of mine about it. And they said that they actually applied at a bank. And they were like, yeah, you got the job. You're in. But she had a nose ring. 
And they're like, but, but when you start, that's got to come out. I appreciate out. that. Yeah, I do too. Nobody wants a bank teller with a nose ring. They don't want a bank teller with glitter. So I don't know. It's weird. Uh, have you ever seen, have you ever gone to someone in the occupation and saw something on them that looked yeah. so wildly unprofessional yeah. that you were just like. People with tattoos on their fingers and hands when they work in the uh, food service industry. Oh, it's, or it's, tattoos on your neck when you're not, if you're not a tattoo artist. Do not have a tattoo on your neck. I saw, or you commit yourself to a life of biker crimes. I Other saw. Than that, <laughs> I saw. Or how about when Repo they, Man? I guess you could have. How about when they uh, they're like, oh, you have earrings, but you have to put band aids over them. That's just as gross. Like the, with those giant the, the gauge. Like they, they cover. Oh like, yeah. Sometimes yeah. they'll just be like, like if a dude has an earring or some kind of ring, they cover it with a band aid. Well, guess what? I don't want to. I don't want a guy with bandages hanging off his ears, feeding me my. It almost strips. reminds me of the chick who's like, or the dude who's covered in hickeys, like the sixteen-year-old, like Ugh. at Burger King with like the just giant hickeys all over. You their know, neck. They, yeah, <laughs> they just got done like playing spin the bottle, Ugh. and now they're trying to. Here's some tuberculosis. Give with me your, lobster uh... bites. <laughs> yeah. The last thing I wanted to talk about before we get out of here is, uh, last week I was at the barber shop again over at Jay's. And uh, there was a guy, he sat down, it was a long wait because uh, only two of the barbers out of like eight showed up. And uh, the guy that's sitting next to me, so they're playing smooth jazz in the place, okay? Uh, which You're whatever, Myers, it's not my right? favorite, yeah. Uh, it's not my, my, my favorite genre of music, but it, it, fit, it fits the barbershop setting, so whatever. And this guy pulls out his iPhone. It's an older guy, probably like, I don't know, 46, barbershop 47. Have something with a little more funk. Uh, it's inside of a grocery store, though, too. So if it was a freestanding barbershop, I could see. But this is kind of like, you know, moms are bringing their kids. You, you don't want to get too crazy. It's a yeah, business. Yeah. Um, so this guy pulls his iPhone out, turns on the external speaker, he puts it on his shoulder, okay? And he turns it up to total, the top volume. And he's playing, first he starts, it starts playing like it's like Pandora. So it starts playing like 80s hits or whatever, like rock hits. And the guy's sitting there and he's reading uh, like a, some kind of pamphlet or something. And he's looking at it. Now there's music already going on in the shop. And everyone like looks at this guy. Is he a customer? Or, yes, or? this is a customer. Everybody looks at this guy and they've, they've said there's probably like nine people waiting or eight people waiting. Two people getting their hair cut and the two barbers. And everyone's kind of looking at this guy like, really? That's what we're going to do now? You, don't get, guy, to, you never, don't get to pick what music he is never played in here. looked up. Then without looking up, he takes the phone off his shoulder. He puts it down. He changes it, and he's he's listening to like a like the score. He's listening to sports radio, Could loud though. I'm, it's like blasting, you know. And he, and, and then, like it's you, hit, you don't get to you, you don't get to affect everyone's ears in, I, inside I, a business. I just no don't way. understand the nobody the, called him on it. The nobody said, hey, dude. Well, what are you gonna? I mean, first of all, I'm there with my kid, and it's like, well, what are you gonna say to the guy? But the employees of the police said, hey, well, that's who you'd hope would say something yeah. like, hey, you know, we decide we decide what music you'll be listening to. We're not going to listen to uh, to Dan Jiggets this morning. It's not happening. <laughs> That's right. He's got Mike <laughs> Northcourt. I'll tell you what. Listen up, Jagbag. Hey, top five, <laughs> top five cereals. Light them up. Yeah. So anyway, I thought it was it was really strange. I'm like, man, what balls on this guy? That's amazing. It, it just it just goes to show that like like people nowadays are just so. You want to say how di- they're just disconnected. This is a barber shop where. You could uh, you could talk to whoever you know sitting in there. That's what happens in a barber shop. It's like yeah. you're sitting there, I'm sitting there. You turn to me and you just make conversation. There's, That's, a, there's a guy on the bench that goes, "What is this velvet?" <laughs> <laughs> But uh-huh. that's what I would want to happen in a yeah, barbershop. But, yeah. but like I said, this guy is like literally he plays music and then he turns that off and he's playing like sports radio and it's that's like, insane. The f- yeah, 
I just I just thought and and then eventually he just turned it off, put it back in his pocket, and was just sitting there waiting for his turn. I'm like, what what somebody's, motivated a, you? But somebody's about to take clippers to his head. <laughs> I just wanted that. to smack the phone off his shoulder or Dude, tell my kid to do it. If I was in a setting like that, and sometimes I do this, like I'll have my the earbuds in, I feel rude doing that. So, oh, yeah. And sometimes I'll like take them out and just be like, I should kind of be a part of well, I, I the only reason I feel rude is because when I see a sixteen-year-old kid or a fifteen-year-old kid walking with his hood up and and, and the, right. they, go, they wear the right. giant, and I'm like, I used to do it when I was that age, so I know. But when I see it now, I realize why my old man would smack that shit off my head. Like, dude, you're not you're not walking around with headphones on. Get your headphones off. It's disrespectful. And right. I, I never thought about it until now, as an adult, I walk around like, look at this little punk. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, what, really, you're 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 so cool that you can't be bothered with any kind of outside. You have to just live inside your head. <laughs> you knows the people that go through that much trouble always listen to the shittiest music, too. Yes. It's like the people that, that buy the, the two hundred fifty dollar headphones and like have them playing while they're Yanni they're, live at the Acropolis while they're getting their haircut. It also happens to be like trill club mix <laughs> basement, uh, you know, that makes me laugh because I remember my brother in law and my brother back when we were younger, uh, they both, my brother had a, like a bass system in his car and he would just get, I remember like big booty bass would be the name of a CD and it would just be some chick's fat ass on the cover and it would literally just be like, you, you, if you oh, were, if you were, those if you were in the car, it would just be like fluctuating like, but it was bass noise, but that's what it kind of sounded like inside. And if you were outside, it would just be rattling sheet metal. Like, I'm yeah. like, who's getting the benefit of this music? And if you were in your room, it was almost like if you remember the Tom and Jerry cartoons when the uh, dun, 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 the ants yeah, took, would, ants took the food and they just vibrate. started yeah, vibrating yeah, everything yeah, yeah. along. But I, I never forget, man, he would have all these CDs that would say, like, fat-ass booty bass or, or you know, whatever, booty it's butt like, cheeks. Yeah. Or, you know, it, it was always like a like a black girl and, uh, like, a couple of other dudes with, like, headphones on in the background or, like, a, and there would be, like, a like a car, a slam vehicle, like, car on the cover. It's like crunk asshole 17. Yeah. <laughs> crunk asshole and, mix. And that's all it was was they would just have versions like mix 5, mix 8, mix mm-hmm. blah, whatever. Uh but my brother-in-law was the same way. You know? It sounds just like porno titles when you think of it. It's like, hey, you want to listen to Ass Banger 17 mix? Or you want to watch Ass Banger 17 but, mix? Uh, there's just no redeeming quality to There's not like... A lot of that stuff back then was just basically two test your speakers. Just about. Like, you put it in, you still like, can you can your car handle this? If it can, then awesome. You're officially a douchebag. If you have it, for sure. Oh, no, this was like, hey, here's an alarm system. But what this alarm system does is it tells all the bad guys... That you've got a system in your car, and it's, you'll shortly be leaving it. But my brother even took it to the next level, where he had this that the Cobra, where you came near his car, and it's like, this car is protected by Cobra. Oh. You have three seconds. You remember those things? I think it was called the I Cobra. never wanted to put a bat through a window faster. <laughs> you, you, ever, you remember hearing those? Like, yeah, you, you're yeah. walking like, through the Walmart. You're, like, you're too close to the Cobra. <laughs> Step away from the Cobra. It's going to bite you. Or is what? Like or what? You're too close. But that Cobra, I mean, do you remember the old... The Cobra's uh, like, I'm serious. The commercial where, like, the guy was like, he like, bleep, bleep, and he walks away from his car, mm-hmm. and a dude comes walking up, like, with a burglar mask on in the parking lot. It's like, yeah, you're going to be wearing a burglar mask with a crowbar, <laughs> and the thing, go- and then, like, a snake comes out of his car, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah. And the dude's like, oh, shit, I'm out of here. I like to hear it if, like, you just keep, you keep going, I'm, quit it, I'm, I'm for real. <laughs> you're too close to the Cobra. Like you just touched the. I hood. remember uh, there was a my I used dude. To listen, you're being an asshole. Dude, I used to listen to Jonathan Brandmeier ba- way back in the day on the Loop, and he. I remember he was talking to a guy. They lived in like South America, and they were talking about these car alarms. And this one car alarm, if you got too close to the car, a sword came out from under the car and chopped your legs off at the knees. That's what this is in South Africa. About. I was like, these guys don't play. 
And I remember telling my brother, like, fuck your Cobra, dude. That's like a Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I warned you. You came too close. You like, have five seconds to comply. Like eye for an eye. You get too close to the stabs you. <laughs> well, really, it's like an off. eye for an entire, like, your entire family. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Later. Yo. <laughs> All in the game. <laughs>